beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, pork, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbit, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, pork, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, pork, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. The only thing I don't like about that song is she says. Hog, ram. I think she says dog too. I don't know if I like what she's cooking. I like the other stuff, but I've never had ram before. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thanksgiving special episode of Pod City Sports. Welcome. Hopefully, you're safe on your drive. Go get you some good food. I think, in my opinion, the best Thanksgiving food is stuffing. Not stuffing, stuffing, okay? And then you got to give me those uh, those Pillsbury croissant rolls. Those are the best. For our Thanksgiving special, I'm just going to answer some questions, some rapid-fire questions. Um, I pose this on Instagram. So just go through, answer some of your sports questions. Question number one, who do you think is going to win the NBA championship this year? If you would have asked me two weeks ago, I definitely would have said the Warriors. Obviously, they're the most talented team in the NBA, but they have um, some chemistry issues, to say the least. You see the battle or the beef with Kevin Durant and Draymond, and it's kind of one of those situations in life. You know, when somebody says something to you, can you get over that? Can you forgive and forget? And move on, or was it so bad? Was it such a um, revealing thing that they'll never get over it, and the you know the team chemistry will never be the same? Who knows? I still think they're missing Steph Curry. Um, his injury has shown his value to that team. But again, uh, when he gets back, I think they'll right the ship, and they're still the favorite. They're still the most talented team, and when it gets to the playoffs. I just I just don't see a team right now being able to beat them four out of seven games. So I'll stick with the Warriors. But I, I do think if they don't figure out this chemistry thing, they could lose. Um, question two. Compare and contrast the dominance of Alabama and Duke basketball. Let me start with Duke. I think Duke's freshman class and, and what Coach K has been able to do over the last two decades, three decades has been unbelievable, especially in college basketball, because you have to reload every year. You got guys going to the NBA, um, and there's so much variance in college basketball. Um, the NCAA tournament, what people don't realize, that is not a good decider for who the best team is. Um, it, it takes a little bit into account the regular season, but the tournament it's just a one-game series, you know. You you lose one game, you go home. And so it's very easy for um, throughout NCAA tournaments to not get the best team to be the national champion. Where I think in football, you more times than not get the two or four best teams within the top, you know, the playoffs now. I think they do a good job of the regular season matters, your record matters, who you play matters. And so my point on that is that makes Alabama's dominance even more impressive than what Duke's doing now. Alabama over the last decade has dominated, absolutely dominated 
college football. And that could be in wins, that could be in national champions, that could be in guys they're sending to the NFL. Um, I mean, it's just been incredibly impressive what they've been able to do. So I got to give the nod to Alabama. I think Alabama is a little bit more dominant, but uh, I do think Duke basketball, I love this freshman class, love Zion Williamson, love uh, Barrett. Those guys, they will be NBA superstars. Um, next question. Will football ever not be popular? It's a great question. I don't think it'll ever not be popular. I think football is so ingrained in the American culture and the fabric of America that it'll always be popular. Now, I think it's losing popularity compared to what it was 10 years ago when it dominated uh, you know, Sundays and Monday nights. I think it's never going to really reach that standpoint again um, just because of the way society's changing, uh, the way people take in entertainment is changing. And I think they're, they're trying to adapt the rules a little bit, but it's kind of hurt. I think people, they... they they watch football because they want to see big hits. They watch football because uh, of what they, you know, what they want to get out of it. It's a gladiator sport, and when you see they change the rules to make it less hitting, a little bit softer. I think some people, you know, are turned off by that. I also think there's other issues with football. Um, you know, you obviously got the political stuff going on. Uh, we don't need to talk about that, obviously, but that turned some people off to it. Um, it and again, with young people, it's somewhat, I mean, this is going to sound weird, but it's a slower game compared to what kids are you know, playing right now, the attention spans. I know you can say that, but it's kind of a slow game. You go for seven seconds, you get a 30-second pause. You go for seven seconds, you get a 30-second pause. And I think they got to change some things and, and adapt and think about the future of the sport. But I just, I, I see it getting less popular over time. Next question. How far do we see the Pacers going this year? And how far will the Lakers go? Man, the Lake, or let's start with the Pacers. The Pacers are such a Jackal and Hyde team. I mean, one night they look great. They win by 30. They can play with anybody, and then the next night, um, they look awful, and they get beat by 30. So, I don't know what their ceiling is. I think they could definitely make the Eastern Conference Finals. I, I definitely see a scenario where they draw the Sixers or they draw the Bucks in the first round, and they beat them in a kind of long you know, knockout series, maybe six, seven games. You know, then they play the Celtics or maybe the Raptors in the, the second round. They could beat both of those teams. Um, so I could see them getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think, though, they can win a championship with the team they have assembled. I think they're weak at point guard. Um, I love Collison sometimes. Sometimes he's really bad um, against good teams. He struggles. Thad Young struggles against really good teams. Um, and they rely way too much on Victor Oladipo uh, to be a scorer. So I think they have a cap. They have a ceiling. Now the Lakers are very interesting because they're starting to figure it out a little bit. And anytime you have LeBron James, the greatest player to ever play the game, 
on your team, you have a chance. You have a chance to go to the finals. And you saw that last year or the last you know five years in the East. Um, if you have LeBron James on your team, you have a chance to go to the finals. And I think the Lakers are starting to slowly figure things out. They're finding their roles. They're finding their place. And the West is getting a little weaker. The Rockets are not the same team they were last year. The Warriors are not the same team right now that they were a month ago. Um, the Jazz are not the same team they were. The Thunder are kind of figuring it out. So there's there's a scenario where the Lakers could make a run. Um, don't be surprised if they you know end up being a four or five seed in the West and battle battle. I mean, do not count out LeBron James. He turns it on during the playoffs and becomes a different player. And he, I could see him leading this Lakers team. They don't know any better. They've never really been there before. And they, they could upset some people. So I could say, I don't know, I think they'll go to the Western Conference semifinals, get beat by the Warriors, or, I don't know, a team like the Rockets or Thunder. But again, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised at all if they go to the Western Conference Finals or even the Finals and win it. I mean, they got a lot of work to do, but we'll see. All right, last question. Is Drew Brees the NFL's MVP this year? Oh, my gosh. I think right now, yes, you have to give it to him because the Saints are dominating. They're 9-1, 10-1 at this point. I can't remember. But he is a dominant force. They are destroying, destroying good uh, good football teams. And he deserves the MVP right now. But there are some other guys that are battling for the MVP. Todd Gurley looks really good, very dominant, the best running back in the game right now. And then another quarterback, Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs is unbelievable right now. He just played the Rams through six touchdowns. This guy is an offensive force. So, again, I think it's going to play itself out. I think you kind of get to the end of the season, you see who has the best record, what team is the most dominant, and you take their best player and you give him the MVP because uh, that's what the MVP means to me. Um, it's a guy who's made his team more dominant. It's a, it's a guy who's made his team win more and is valuable to his team. And I think Drew Brees right now is that guy. But I think, you know, there's still, what, six games left. It could change. The Saints could go, you know, on a losing streak. We'll see. But I think at this point, if you were to give the MVP tomorrow, Drew Brees is definitely, definitely the MVP. Okay, guys, that ends it for today. I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving. Get out there, eat some stuff, and eat the good food. Come back about 10 pounds heavier, and we will see you later. Have a great beans, Thanksgiving. Greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice,